We normally have maybe Peters from Holland, Netherlands, twice a year, part of our church family. Just want to give you quick updates. Melvin sits on a legal board for Adeni Church. So he's not just somebody who comes in and speaks. He's actually one of the guys who gives us advice in how we are conducting the church, especially in legal matters. So we love his input. He works with finances, and he will share more, have a wide range of experience, have worked as a pastor. When I met Mariela, he was the associate pastor of her church. And so I get to know him since 2007. He was the pastor who married me and Mariela back in 2008. Him and his wonderful wife Tamara has been a tremendous blessing to us. And I can tell you for a fact, apart from my brothers, he is my absolute number one best friend on the face of this planet. And I can say it with all of my heart because he doesn't just back me up with words. He been behind us before I even had a pulpit. You know it's easy when people come around you when you have a little bit of influence. Come on guys. But when you have people in your life that have been there with you from the beginning when you had nothing. They loved you. They blessed you. They supported you. They poured finances into your life because they believe in the calling. So whether you are in the heights or in the lows of your life, they are with you. You know that they are friends forever. So we are covenant friends. He is more, we always say, he's a brother from another mother. Yeah. Really. You know, he's darker than me, but that's okay. I still need some sun time, you know. But Tamara, his wonderful wife, been a great friend of ours. She's going to be with us again in March. So he doesn't look as good when she's not with him, but... I really love him, and I want us to open up our hearts to receive from him. Amen? I honor his gift with all of my heart. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you for Melvin, for Tamara, his wife, and Noah and Josiah, the wonderful, cute, beautiful boys that you have blessed us with, part of his family. God, we thank you that he has so much to say today. We pray in Jesus' name for hearts to open, to receive what he has to say and for ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So good morning. Good morning. And thank you for having me here. That's quite an introduction, so I feel the pressure. But we'll be fine this morning, right? Yes. I always said to Kevin and Mariella, I don't in the first place believe in your ministry, but I believe in your family. Amen. Because Jesus came down to earth to restore relationship, not ministry in the first place, but it was his ministry to replace or to restore family. And when we believe that, if your ministry is going up or down, it doesn't matter because you believe in the family, not in the ministry. And if you believe in family, ministry will come. Amen. I just, I, I heard every sermon that you guys put on, on YouTube. So I know where you guys at. And I, I love the, the word that, is, that you guys bring here every morning, on every Sunday morning, and also like the series on the Holy Spirit. And I just want to share something with you that when the Holy Spirit is working in your life, when we hear teachings about the Holy Spirit, we can say yes and amen. But at the very moment when the Holy Spirit wants to put His character in your life, it's not that glorious anymore. <laughs> amen? Yeah. Amen. But we need some understanding if the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart, how to apply it in your daily life. Make it relevant for you. It's not only for the Sunday morning, but it's for the Monday morning and the Tuesday morning. Amen. So if you want to open with me, 
in the book of Philippians chapter 4. And I just want to talk about um, chapter 4 and I start reading from verse 10. And, and I don't really have a title, but I have a heart for this morning. And that is that I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to bring some more generosity in your life. Because I believe genuine generosity for the gospel of Jesus Christ and his kingdom cannot be born out of your flesh. It's something that God wants to bring into your life in, in a gentle way that it goes way beyond it than what you ever would give to the kingdom. And I'm not only talking about finance. I'm talking about your talents and your time and your love and everything. Generosity is a wide, is a wide word that we can use and apply into the kingdom of God. Amen? So I want to read, um, and I'm reading from the New King James from Philippians, again, chapter 4, verse 10. And it has a title. It says, Philippian generosity. And there Paul says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be con content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I love this word in verse 13. It says and it starts with nevertheless. Okay, I will emphasize on that one later on. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Nevertheless, you have done well. Then it says, now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. So it's not natural or it's not like a natural result that we support people who are preaching the gospel. This is what Paul says. He says, you only. I, he, he established more churches, but says, you are the only one who are with me. Verse 16, for even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not, okay, this is very awesome. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your, to your account. I'm very interested in this account. Okay? You can smile. You can smile. I'm very interested in this account. Because it's very, why is he using this word? I will explain you to you. In verse 18, indeed I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus, Ditus, I don't know if I pronounce it right, but the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. What you must understand in those Philippians' generosity, they were poor people. In the context, they were poor people. So generosity has nothing to do with how much money you have. 
It's an attitude, it's a character, it's something that the Spirit has placed in your heart. There is no other way. Because advancing the kingdom and financing, preaching the gospel is not something that the flesh is screaming about glory and hallelujah. It's something that the Spirit lays into your heart works it in your heart something is happening and all of a sudden the holy spirit gets you in line in the generosity that's equal to the generosity that heaven has so if the holy spirit if you are listening to the teachings of pastor kevin when it comes to the person of the holy spirit this is one thing that he wants to see in your life through your life can we say amen but we need one thing we need to be open and at the very moment when you see and when you feel that your flesh is fighting the things that the holy spirit is laying in your life you know you are on the right track come on amen amen if your flesh is fighting and you know when your flesh is fighting you are smiling so no i'm fine no, no you're not you're not you're not okay so at the very moment when your flesh is fighting don't be discouraged because you're at the right place now. The Holy Spirit is only trying to get you in line with the Word of God for your benefit also. Come on. So I really believe there are some brothers and sisters right here saying, oh, I'm fighting right now. Then I want to encourage you, you are at the right place right now. Okay? Whatever you're going through, the pain, the challenges, whatever. You are at the right place. Because you know, your spirit is willing to live according to the word of God and to obey the Holy Spirit. But you are fighting. But this is the place now for you to be encouraged. Amen. Amen. Okay. When Paul says, not that I seek the gift. The gift. So Paul is not seeking the gift. Though he needs the gift, he's not seeking it. That's right. It's so contrary to what you need. But he was so rejoiceful. He was so happy that he received a gift. But he knew one thing. He started the church. He know those people at Philippians, at their place. They know at what place they are at. They are poor. But he knew that this very act put heaven in motion. So sometimes we pray and we pray that heaven will come into motion. But sometimes the Holy Spirit waits for you to come into motion so that heaven responds to your act. Yes. That means it's not like that God is not able to do it, but he gives you the responsibility to put heaven in motion. It's all yours. The kingdom is yours. It's yours. But you are so responsible. And I like it that we are responsible. Why? Now we are in charge. That's right, yeah. I'm a manager at my place. And if I want to change things at my department, my CEO says, you are in charge, so go ahead. It's your kingdom. 
But and, and of course it's God's kingdom, but sometimes we put all the responsibility onto God so that we don't have to do anything. But it says it's the other way around. Everything is mine, but you are in charge as a good steward. So now you have the power and the responsibility to put the kingdom in motion. Do you understand? But, but the devil doesn't want this, so he just gives you a chance to look at your flesh, bro. <laughs> Come on, you can smile. It's just like, because it's we are struggling with it, but that's okay. But that's okay. But don't give up. Never quit. Because it's so good that God gave you this responsibility. Can somebody say amen? amen? Listen, we pause a little bit with the word account. Because Paul says it's until it, it will accumulate on your account. What kind of encouragement is that? They are poor. Then what, what kind of account do they have? And Paul says, it's good for your accounts, for your benefit. Thank you, man. You're like, what is this kind of word? We believe Paul. He's, man, one of the greatest men in the New Testament. He had some revelation, so he better had a revelation about this account too. <laughs> Amen. You know what funny is? I, I never understood when it comes to the account, but... In the last couple of weeks, I was meditating on this word and I was studying the word. And you know what's funny, what, what's funny about these words? The word account in the Greek is logos. And it's the same logos that is used in John chapter 1, verse 1. I'm reading it. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. Same Logos word. When Paul was speaking about an account, he was not talking about account existing with, uh, out of numbers. He was speaking about a person. Because that's it. That's what I want to bring you from A to B. Because when you are financing the gospel, advancing the kingdom, Paul said at the very moment when you gave me the gift, you brought something to a person. His name is Jesus. Do you understand that when you bring a gift, it will accumulate in him and through him. And it will be back in time. You're not losing a gift. You're not losing money. It will be accumulated in him and through him. And he knows when you need it. And he will get it there. Somebody should say amen, amen, and amen. Because if we get this understanding, maybe it will help our flesh and it will help the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? That you will never lose your time and your love and your finances if you just invest it in line with the word, in line with the spirit. And yes, we need to be wise, but sometimes we take steps of faith. When we are a good stewardship, it doesn't mean that we never should take a step of faith. I think a good steward always take a step of faith because without faith, we are not able to please God anyway. Come on. 
So now we were that there is a heavenly account. Now we do understand or we must realize our account will always be filled. There is no lack. There is no lack. If you put this account in motion, it's a little bit hard to say that it's like a little bit weird, you know. But I believe that when we do this, listen, God the Father gave his son to save the world. And to share this message, we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just think, would God the Father be pleased if we finance or if we put our investment in preaching the gospel, yes or no? Of course, because He gave everything. So at the very moment when you do something that says, okay, Father, I understand you gave your son. I will do everything, everything that's within my power to invest. You will touch his heart. Yes. And at the very moment when you touch his heart, you touch his account. Yes. <laughs> come on, come on. Yes. He will be glad to give you whatever you need. And that's what Paul is saying. I will show you later and in time. Okay. So again, your heavenly account is a person and his name is Jesus. When it comes to the word, the gift, the gift is a result of your act. The same as the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit is a result of the Spirit who's living in you. So that means that if your heart and your mind, your spirit, your everything is in line with the word, there should be a normal and a natural reaction, and that is the fruit. So that means that the gift is a fruit of something that God did in the Philippians. Though they were poor, there was so much spirit in them that there was still fruit. Because sometimes we think, that there will only be that, that we don't have fruit because we don't have that much to give unto God. But it's not about how much you have. It's about do you have his character in you? Are you willing to come in line with the Spirit of God? Are you willing to say no to the flesh and yes to the Spirit? And if you do that, you will see fruit coming. And then people say, I, you look different. Yes, I look different. Because the glory of God is upon my life. I'm, I'm responding different. And yes, I, I heard and I listened to the teachings of Pastor Kevin when it comes to the Holy Spirit and the person and the gifts. But, but I had to apply it to my own life. And, and I just took the generosity of God himself. And, and all, it, it was a struggle with my flesh. But I, I, I was ready for this battle, man. I, I, I was just ready. And now you see the fruit. And, and you know, to get to know God is not only through the word, not only through Logos, but it's by experience that we have with the word of God. And now we say it's true. It's true. And at, at the very moment when you had a, a personal encounter with the Holy Spirit based on the word of God and that, that it manifested in your life that you said, man, I, I invested something in Jesus. <laughs> Sounds weird, right? I, 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 we did a deposit on the heavenly account. 
we invested something in Jesus. And when you invest, we better have a return on investment. And when you invest in Jesus, you know that's good. That's good soil. That's good land for sure. Just to give you understanding, maybe the words are not that right, but you understand and feel my heart for your flesh to help a little bit, not to struggle with the word anymore, but just, you know, that even your flesh gets excited in obeying. Come on. <laughs> Actually, it's not possible because our flesh doesn't want to do anything that God's asking from us. But at least our spirit rejoices to subject our flesh to the word of God. Amen. Are we still there? Yes. Okay. We got some more. Okay. In, in verse 18, how do you pronounce the name of this man? Epaphroditus? Ditus? Aphroditus. Aphroditus. Mr. E. Just, yeah, fill in your own name. But this person, this man, he was the channel why the gift would reach Paul. Is that interesting? Yes, very. Why? Because the, the meaning of his name is lovely. We need to love God. It's a starting point before we invest ourselves in everything that He is. In His kingdom. In the message that He has. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He came to earth. You know, he died for our sins. He shed His blood for us. He rose from the dead. If we go back to the first love. And that it's lovely for us. To make sure that the gift will reach the one that needs the gift. But sometimes we are not lovely anymore. Sometimes we harden our heart for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sometimes we harden our heart for the kingdom. Why? Because we have our own challenges. Maybe we first. Me first. My flesh first. My house first, my car first, my sports first, my whatever first. And we are not that lovely anymore. So that the channel that God wants to use, your lovely character and your lovely spirit, it's closed. So that means that when we go into the closet in our secret place and that we are there, that God can soften our hearts and that we are... You know, soak ourselves in the loveliness and in the love of God for what Jesus Christ did on the cross. It's not about me anymore. It's not about my ministry anymore. It's not about my church anymore. It's everything about Jesus. Jesus at the center. But Jesus wants to use me as a channel. But do we still have a lovely heart? That's the question that you only can ask yourself. I cannot answer it for you. But if you love the Holy Spirit, you should allow Him to talk about, if applicable in your life, about the hardness of your heart so that He can change it to become lovely again. 
But that's the hardest thing to do. Why? Because we will point to situations and to persons and to leaders and to your work and to financial circumstances and your physical circumstances why you are not lovely anymore. It's the hardest thing to do. But if we do it like that, the Holy Spirit is very, very, very gentle on you. He's the only person who can make you lovely again. It's more than only about investing. You know, God is not after your money, after your time, after your gifts of talents. He gave it to you anyway. He's after your character and that you are able to represent Him in everything that you do. If you bring a smile tomorrow when you go to work, you're like an Epaphro, whatever his name is. <laughs> and you release a smile with a lovely heart. It's more than just sending him a scripture through WhatsApp or whatsoever. Because they need to feel the scripture through your smile. They need to see and have an experience with God through your smile. And it's not because of your smile, but because of the lovely spirit behind your smile. And God is saying, you're doing a good job. You're like an apaph or whatever his name is. I mean, if we can do that, if we can start with that. And then, you know, they're like, oh, maybe by accident he smiles. But then Tuesday morning comes and you smile again. What we're doing right now is living in and through the Spirit. But sometimes we make it so spiritual that we cannot see the small things anymore. But it starts small. And it's getting bigger. But if we are not aware anymore of these small things... Why should God give us bigger things? Why? If we bring some forgiveness to people, we are bringing Jesus, whatever they will say afterwards. Whatever they say afterwards, we bring Jesus so much more. Do you want to be the lovely person who releases the presence of God. Paul says, Paul says that the Philippian church helped him in his distress. So that means that if you forgive someone, you help him or her in their distress. Because everybody knows when they are fault. But at the very moment when you receive forgiveness, man, that softens their hearts. Maybe not right away. But you release something from the presence of God into their lives. And it will never come empty. It will never come back to your empty. And it's their responsibility then, you know, to reconcile. But you take the first step. So maybe you now have a better reason now to do that. And again, the account is not just a bunch of numbers, but it's a person. This is what really touched me. I was, I was in my car. I was, I was driving to my, uh, uh, to my work. 
And then I was reading, um, what does it say? In verse 18 also, in verse 18, yeah. It says this, Indeed I have all in the bond. I am full, having received from Apa the things sent from you. And then, and this is just to meditate on it for these coming days or weeks. A sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. It brought me to tears when I was driving. I thank God I had some tissues in my car because when I would come on my department, they would say, are you crying? <laughs> then I had to explain the whole thing. You know? I mean, but you know, when the Holy Spirit is revealing you something, you know, sometimes it just makes you cry. It's not being emotional about it, but His presence and His goodness and like, man, how can you, I mean, I'm not worried to receive your revelation and to see something from your true character, you know? Because I'm a sinful person, but I'm justified by His blood. I'm righteous by His blood. But still, when He does that, but what did He show me? Just to put it in simple words, just like this. The Bible says, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Do you understand that a simple, simple gift that you have in your hands or in your pocket, transferring to someone else, as simple as, it, it cannot be simpler than that. Even just to make it concrete for you, to, just to make it simple, a dollar that stinks have been in many, many hands before. It stinks. It's not even holy. It's just a piece of paper. Transfer it with a lovely spirit to someone else. Then Paul says that's a sweet smelling. The dollar was not sweet smelling. But in heaven, it's a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable, sac acceptable sacrifice. I just didn't understand. So, such a small, normal, simple act. God says, this is like heaven for me. Just imagine that simple dollar. Simple smile, simple saying, I love you, appreciate you, thank you, with a lovely spirit. Then that there is like a certain sacrifice in heaven that God smells and he is well pleased with it. Do you understand? Well pleased. This holy God is well pleased with your simple natural deed here on this earth. Do you understand how much resp responsibility and power God gave us to put heaven in motion and to fill His throne room with a, with a fragrance that is acceptable unto Him? Do you understand? Wow. Actually, my, my flesh should rejoice to obey the Holy Spirit. I just... Still, till this day, I, I, I cannot grasp it. I, I just don't understand. I just trust His Word. Okay? I just trust. But I hope that He opens heaven one day for me and says, at the very moment when you do this act, 
This is what happens in heaven. Understand? So you, you can be a very well-known heavenly citizen while you're here on earth. Do you understand that you are on a daily basis in the heavenly newspapers? I just imagine that God is there and said, okay, angels, listen, we have a special meeting here. And they're just like, okay, God, what's, what, what's up? Did you see that? No. What? Look at him. What's he doing? Transferring love, transferring a smile, transferring money. Yeah? What's that? What's that? That's the best sacrifice that I have for this day. It's well, it's pleasing me. Do you understand, angels? I gave my son, and now he is just doing everything within his power and responsibility to make the world known that Jesus Christ is the risen Christ. He's, he's, he's not only transferring things, but he is preaching the gospel. And do you see my character in him? Put it in the newspapers today. Isn't that funny? I think we should make a sport out of it. For, for being in heavenly newspapers every day on front page. Identity Church did it again. Come on. It's, it's so fun. It's so fun. But we need to go back to the lovely spirit that God wants to give to us and just walk with the spirit, in and through the spirit. It's so simple, but we make it so hard for ourselves. So be nice to yourself. Amen? Can somebody say amen? amen. Then it's this. The Bible says a sweet smelling. And I, I like to look up what the word means. And the, this word says this. In the Greek, it says an odor. Odor is like fragrance. Is it? Yeah. An odor of acquaintance, like rest or peace. Is, this, is it right? And satisfaction. So let's make it a, a fragrance of peace and satisfaction. So imagine, picture. At the very moment when you do the act in the natural, in heaven, they accept it as a fragrance of peace and satisfaction for God. So that means when I was, I was reading this, it was like that the Spirit said to me, you are able to bring a sacrifice that brings peace unto God. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> this is I, peace and satisfaction at the very moment when he oh, it brings peace and satisfaction to his heart and I asked why you want to know why yeah. <laughs> that was a cliffhanger yeah why I think the answer is in verse 14 read with me Paul said this, Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Okay, now it comes. Kevin said, like, we are brothers from another mother. Okay? 
And God is our Heavenly Father. And at the very moment when Kevin and Mariella were traveling and being a missionary and still, they had a certain, let, let's say like a financial distress. Just for example, okay? But for me and Tamara helping them, it was for God that two brothers were helping each other in the distress that they had. And at the very moment when two brothers, two sisters, or a brother and a sister are helping each other in distressed situations, it brings peace to the parents. And it brings satisfaction to the parents. So God says at the very moment when you do this, I don't know if you understand, but Melvin, you are able to bring peace to me. Oh man, that's so cool. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I mean, we just do normal stuff. We do also stupid stuff. But God is so well pleased. So just imagine that God is like, oh man, my son is there in South Africa or there in the United States. And he's in distress. But, but I hope that, that there is someone of the brothers and sisters that has a lovely spirit that wants to help them in their distress. And, and I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting, and, and my Holy Spirit is hoovering and, and looking for hearts and, and for bank accounts, you know, that He can use as a vessel and as an instrument, and, 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 and the, the Holy Spirit is hoovering, it's hoovering, and all of a sudden He finds a person that is so lovely and so kind to the gospel of Jesus Christ and His kingdom, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit puts something on their hearts, and they are so lovely to obey the Holy Spirit, and all of a sudden there comes a fragrance in heaven. And that God says, man, I was so in distress, but now I'm at peace and satisfaction. It's more than what we have in our hands. Do I believe in spiritual bank accounts? Yes, but my bank account is alive. I mean, he is a person. And what's very awesome to know, I'm going to close. I still have five minutes. Um, then Paul says this, this. He says, my God will provide in every need. You know, when I was reading this, I was thinking, why did Paul say, my God? Because it's also the God of the Philippians. That's right. But he was like boasting in God. That his God, <laughs> come on, do you, do you feel what I want to try to say? Because actually he's saying this, at this very moment where I'm at, as an apostle of Jesus Christ, I am not able to pay you back. But I want to tell you that you will be paid back with interest. But now my God, before that, he said, your account. That's right. Account means logos, God. And now he starts that this account, your logos, my logos, my God, will give you everything that you need. But listen, he didn't say he will give you everything that you need on a daily basis, so food and your drinks and the house. No, he said everything that you need. So that means... Everything that you need for the vision that you have, 
everything that you need for the plans that you have, everything that you need for the desires that's in your heart, everything that you need if you want to eat something. It's not only for your daily necessities. He says, everything that you need, my God will give it unto you. Why? Because you put heaven in motion. You get the right spirit. Now you understand why it's, I'm not looking for your gift. Because Paul, actually Paul saying, I went there. I saw a bank account. Man, awesome bank account. But you first have to do a deposit before you can do a withdrawal. Amen. I think that's enough for today, right? <laughs> but I believe this. It's nothing that, that he's pushing us. He's just asking, would you be so kind and so lovely to help me in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ? Can we stand, please? The responsibility is on our shoulders, not on that from God. We have the responsibility and the authority to put heaven in motion. And our bank account is alive. His name is Jesus. I just want to pray a quick prayer so that you can walk with the Spirit. And according to your own situation, it's not only about finance, but in everything that you want to invest in the kingdom that God will use it in an awesome way. Father God, I thank you for the honor and the privilege to stand here together with Identity Church. And we thank you for your awesome word and that you brought it to life. And we believe, Holy Spirit, that you will walk through the, the word that is preached. And I believe that you gave some, some certain rhema and revelations for my brothers and sisters. And though our flesh is like wrestling with it or having a hard time we just want to rejoice in you know receiving your lovely character in our lives and to apply it on the monday morning and tuesday morning and that you will change our lives in an awesome way father god thank you for the bank account for your son jesus christ and give give us a heart that that is that wants to share the gospel of jesus christ and his kingdom in an awesome way Father, thank you again for this morning, and we believe that you spoke to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yeah, can we give him a hand?